say I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Break Starter Podcast. Hope you like that little uh, intro part we had at the beginning there. You know why we had that in the beginning is because Zach and I, we have a special guest on today, our buddy Nick Tadevich, somebody that we've wanted to have on for a very long time. And we finally, well, I know I've wanted to have him on for a very long time. And then Whoa. Zach finally convinced him oh, okay. to get him on. Uh, and, I, w- I wouldn't even say it took a lot of convincing. It was more just like, yo, do you want to be on? Like we finally just yeah, like asked yeah. him. It wasn't like a convincing hey, thing. guys, please, please let me on here. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. I, uh, so when, when we talked about this, I wrote down like a potential list of who I wanted to have on. Mm-hmm. And he was like one of the first names yeah. I wrote down because I was like, I want to have Nick on. Nick knows his stuff. I know, like, he does the work for it. He'll come prepared, all that stuff. And he did. And, he actually came with a little surprise. Well, first of all, we got a surprise. Nick brought us these little, uh, almost like memory foam, little bobblehead kind of. Bobblehead. Well, I, I got a big head, like fat head <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah, I almost called it a squishmallow. <laughs> it's like a squishmallow for NBA players. Yeah. Much. That's what it is. So he, he came with he came with gifts. So, I mean, that's probably the best guest we've had so far. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Sean said. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> and he also brought a little extra segment that we're going to do. Um, so pretty excited about that, which we don't know anything about. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is actually going to be like live answering. Don't, don't, don't. Surprise. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so today we're going to talk about All-Star Weekend events. Um, you want to tell about a little bit about like kind of what happened this week update and then let's hop into it. Yeah. Not a ton of updates. Uh, first Nick, you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, What's up guys. Uh, my name is Nick Tadevich and I am a local here in Pensacola. Um, let's see recent grad from the university. Um, I currently work in marketing as a marketing specialist for automotive group and I love the NBA and you know, not saying nothing, but the three guys in this room right now, we kind of won a uh, championship at the uh, intramural level. I, so dude, I, I was know. thinking about that earlier, too. I was like, I have to say this. And then it just completely slipped my mind. So I'm glad you brought that up. Champs. Yeah. Because I, I went and bought, uh, I think it was only three, bo- maybe four bottles of champagne. And Press after, because we, we were playing in two championships. We had a men's team and then we had a co-ed team. And so I was like, we're definitely going to win one of these at the least. So we did end up winning. And so I had these three champagne bottles and I was like, boys, we're going out there. We're shaking it. We recorded it. I have the recording somewhere on my phone. And, but yeah, that was a great memory. That's right, man. That was right before COVID started too. Yeah. Yeah, It was like late late January of 2020. It was like right before COVID. Oh my God. That was the last. It was like forever. Yeah. I saw something and it was like, uh, (laughs) Uh, what was it? It was, it was like March 2020 was six to 12 business days ago. And I was like, that's pretty I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like just like a long delivery. And we're just now here, but it's really like almost two years later. Insane to think about. Amazon keeps dropping the package. Of <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I didn't start the recording. I hope you guys are right. No, I'm just kidding. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, that was such a good intro. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's uh, a good practice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but so this week in the NBA, we had a couple players getting injured. Uh, obviously, Joe Ingles, one of the bigger names that got injured, and he's going to be out. And Nick told us before he saw the report and it said out till 2023, and we were just like, huh? <laughs> 2023? Yeah. And we're thinking about it. Oh, yeah, that's like a year away. You know, it's just the beginning of the year, which is already February. 
Yeah. Today's the first day of February. That's tough. And <laughs> tax season. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joe Ingles, he's going to be out for a while. Wonder what that's going to like bring to the Jazz if they're going to make a trade. He probably won't be able to be added into trades. Like that probably takes a couple trades off the table for other teams. I know I was a big supporter of like Marcus Smart for Ingles and a pick or a young guy. Um, so that's probably off the table now unless the Celtics just want like a basically a salary dump, like a future salary dump. Um, One thing I put on my uh, like notes section from last week, I don't even think I mentioned it, but I had a I would like to see the, the Jazz make a move for like Terrence Ross. And now with Joe Ingles, as it's, it's like, yeah, he's not going to step in and take that like immediate like three point shooting role. But maybe he could step in and be that, you know, spark plug, at least a little bit to try and make it for the points you're losing. I mean, you're losing a guy who, who can easily score 15 points per game. And on some nights, literally, like, win you a game by putting up, like, 25. So, need, need to have someone who can, like, you know, I mean, like, when we get into a playoff series, like, you need someone who can just step up, win you a game. And without Ingles, like, they got to buy someone. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be tough to find something because unless a team's willing to take back his mm-hmm. contract, which obviously he's not going to play on this contract. Like, he's a free agent this offseason. So, you're either going to have to re-sign him to a new deal or let him go. So that's a lot to think about. Be like, okay, we could probably get him for cheaper because he is injured. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things you have to think about as both the Jazz, who are going to be trading him most likely, or the team that is acquiring him. And there could be suitors out there. One, my Oklahoma City Thunder. I that's think they could be a team that go after – not go after him, but be a receiving team to get the, either the Jazz out of the tax or whatever. But – him and Josh Giddy are close, so I think it either needs to be a team that's like planning to compete next season, like they're preparing. Yeah, they're they're like getting ready, kind of in a scenario how like the Bulls were last season. Like if you're like about to rebuild, he would be a great person to add to your team. You get him back in January, he'd still kind of go through all of like training camp. Um, or like Sean was saying, just go to a team that can just kind of take on a salary and you get something to kind of add on to this jazz team that's playing insane. It's like a participation trophy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, thanks for taking him on. Uh, here, here's something. We'll take him back now. Yeah, we'll have him back. <laughs> um, speaking of the Thunder, SGA, the franchise player for the Thunder, he rolled his ankle pretty severely in this past game against Indiana. He's going to be evaluated after the All-Star break, which is – 10, now nine games leading up to it. So that probably knocks him out of all-star contention. So Small tear rolls down Sean's face. Yeah. <laughs> maybe sad, maybe, but... maybe he'll at least get the selection for you. And, hey. then, and then they just give it to someone else because he's hurt. See, that could be a good thing because you could be like, okay, we'll give it to SGA, but you know what? Since he's not yeah. playing, it's, it's like, okay, we can just get another player to get the whole star But now you're going to be mad if he didn't get it and they just gave it to someone anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, they could have just had an extra all-star this year if they gave it to him. Yeah. A resume builder. Yeah, yeah right? It's good for trades. Good for trades and dollars. Less trade. salary, though. Yeah, I would say less salary if you don't get it, though. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to – I would say it's going to help out in the tank, but, you know, Josh Giddy led the Thunder to a win over the Trailblazers last night, who, besides Dame, are at full strength. So, I mean, Anthony Simons has been playing the Dame role lately. They might as well dump CJ McCollum and just let Anthony Simons <laughs> I, go. That's what I'm thinking. And the Pelicans are uh, really interested in him. McCollum. Ooh, yeah, I haven't heard that, actually. So, yeah. For um, Ingram? No. No, they want they want Ingram, McCollum, and uh, Zion together, and obviously they can't trade Valanciunas this season because he 
got a contract extension, but so like who would they give up? Herb it, Jones and no, dude. I, I mean, would, they I would not trade Herb Jones. It would probably be like Nikhil Alexander Walker, who I mean, he has CJ. Well, obviously I mean, more I than love that. For the I mean, they, obviously they have some Nets picks. They have some Bucks yeah, and yeah. Lakers and their own picks. So they they have a wild assortment of picks that they could trade. And I mean, if the Trailblazers want to go after that, since they don't have, yeah, they didn't, or they don't have their pick this year unless they stay in the lottery, blah, blah, blah. But I'm uh, just saying, just a third in here and we can go to the next thing. I, those Nets picks, you could not pry them off of my body right now. The yeah. ju- like, I don't think Harden's going to the 76ers. I know that's been like rumored a lot, mm-hmm. but like, Katie has no reason to stay. Like, I think that needs to, like, really be reiterated. Like, nothing is keeping him on the Nets. They could push that. In, any, push anything that. could really, like, happen. So, if you have any pick over two years from now, dude. Not just that, but the, the Nets front office said today they have no no desire to trade Harden. Yeah. No desire. Like, they could just lose him for like, nothing. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of young pieces. They have multiple rookies. I mean, they could just run on that, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. So you want to go? What else do we have? You want to do your? We can do that. Let's do yours, Nick. Let's do your surprise section. I, I don't even know what to call it. That's why I kind of froze for a second. We'll call it the surprise section. Okay. The, the Nick's surprise section. <laughs> surprise We're gonna. Section. I need. A, I need a sounder for that. You need like a soundboard. You really yeah. do. I, I'd love to have a little soundboard. Anime a little sound like. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's so, get it. because I was blessed. <laughs> and received my crow in the mail to come <laughs> on to this. I wanted to bring to you dun, 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 the trade deadline rumors. Ooh, okay, Uh-oh. okay. So let's have a recap on what we saw last week. Cam Reddish was traded to New York to be a paperweight. <laughs> they don't intend to play him. So what is he doing there? Also, in recent news, Bowl Bowl was traded to Detroit. But it didn't actually happen. <laughs> he couldn't pass a physical. Sounds a little biased to me. <laughs> the Cavs got Rondo to be a coach, maybe. <laughs> Do you see Ben Simmons leaving? And then also, where do the Kings go? They need a point guard. Kings got a lot of point guards. The they Kings, just don't, the Kings they, need a big, a good point guard. The, the Kings need something. <laughs> they're they're starting to scare me as a Thunder fan. Uh, they they look like a tanking team. And, <laughs> and before the season, they said, you know, we're we're going to be making the playoffs. We might even be a home seed. I said, huh? Where is that happening? <laughs> That's not happening maybe this the, year. Maybe the G League games. <laughs> yeah. If, if you maybe like the Stockton Kings. <laughs> That's all I can see. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess let's start with what do you think about Cam Reddish being a paperweight in New York? <laughs> so, I want to talk, I want to touch on it from the Hawks side, and you want to do the Knicks? Sure. Just because I, I okay. get something written down for the Hawks. So, um, what's funny is the Hawks have won seven straight okay. <laughs> facing the Bucks, Heat, Wolves, Hornets, Celtics, Lakers. Okay. And then I think they also played like the Timberwolves, or, or not sorry, not the Timberwolves, some of the like bad team in there. I don't yeah. think that was six that I listed. Okay. Gallo is hitting reverse dunks, and their averaging winning, but their average winning percentage is twelve points right now. Okay, so <laughs> so I put in here. I was, like, I was like, I was like, are they better without Cam Reddish? Like, did they just hate this kid? I think they... it's, I think it's a lot coming where you can, you got DeAndre Hunter back, mm-hmm. so you're like, okay, 
now I don't have to play Cam Reddish as many minutes when he's not producing <laughs> anything. And we can give either all his minutes to DeAndre Hunter or you can give more minutes to Kevin Hurd. You can give more minutes to other players. Like mm-hmm. Clint Capella just came back. He was injured for a while. So obviously getting injured players back is going to help as long as they're good. And, and the, I, th- I think Clint Capella is actually a good touch because I think he – I don't think it's highlighted enough that he it decreases the amount of minutes that Onyeka Kungu has to play at big, yeah. or I guess as at center, which like I think I saw some stat where like he's playing over like fifty-seven percent of his minutes at center right now, which is kind of insane. Like that's more that's more percentage minutes at center than Draymond was playing in death lineups, wow. which is incredible. PJ Tucker probably can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but from the Knicks side, I t- obviously their coach is Tom. Thibodeau and he like moved, he right? never he never wants to play young guys unless they're like stalwarts on defense or he so has like, to play RJ yeah I mean <laughs> but like RJ is a yeah, the, the, yeah. he picked him he's yeah good. basically um I I don't understand where the like why they got Cam Reddish unless they're making another trade I think so, or so. opening up space like okay, obviously we're not doing anything with Kevin Knox. Let's see. Like, it could be a practice thing with Cam Reddish. He could secretly have an injury. Like, I, I there's would, multiple things that if, could if be going on. If they can get anything for a package of Kevin Knox and Cam Reddish, they just fully – that's probably the best move the Knicks have made, and I can't even think how long. Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. Maybe, maybe since getting Julius Randle, maybe. <laughs> Who they have somehow turned into an all-star. <laughs> yeah. he, he looked like he was on the decline of his career, and now he's a perennial Star. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> he he kind of sucks this. Season, yeah, he's, he's having a decent season. Last season, he did, he showed out to get paid. He yeah, really it was, did. He did. It was a contract year. Yeah, it's a Every contract. time it's a contract year. What's the next one? You want to go to? Yeah. Um. So the I was basically you know I was talking about Bull Bull. You know I really wanted to see the emergence of Bull Bull, and I actually want to see him play the four. But okay, because because at five I think he's really limited. He can't guard fives. No, he can't guard. He's too small. You know he's. I mean, let's let's let him go off like his dad for th- from three, you know. So I like to see stretch for bowl bowl. Uh, y'all, y'all can't see how big I'm grinning right now, but that is interesting to me. Sean knows I love just like random but, lineups like that. But you know what team I could really see him on? I could see him on the Heat. Well, he got yeah, traded to the Celtics. From, did he? Like so, with, yeah. So and he's injured for six to eight weeks. From he can't really be moved, right? Yeah, he can get moved. As a singular salary, he can't get moved in conjunction and with any it. other player. So they have to treat it, treat it as if like they never, he never really came to the Celtics, so right? You're telling me that Taco Fall? No, he's not on the team. He no, signed no, he, with he the Cavs earlier oh, this season. Okay. Okay. I was thinking yeah, Taco had got on. No, the they dudes. they just love taking little flyers on skinny, dude, tall dudes. Basically, like, yeah, yeah. I could see him playing with like Al Horford. I yeah. think that would be yeah. solid. Robert Williams, those guys that can probably guard the five and let Bobol guard the four and yeah. then be like honestly whoever's weaker. It doesn't yeah. even matter what position that I, I would like to see him with someone like um kind of like Robert not Robert Williams, I'm sorry. Um kind of like OG and um Scotty Barnes. Yeah. To where you have like two wing forwards that can literally they could probably guard and play center to like, you know, maybe like 15, 20 percent of the time. Yeah, I, I would kind of like to see him in that kind of scenario. But Just I mean, let him go wild and have fun. <laughs> What's the next one we got? Um, so the Cavs got Rondo. Um, it, what is you know what do you think is the point in all that? You want to go first? I think yeah, I think it's uh, just like they don't have guards. Like two of their, they had 
Sexton, uh, Sexton starting. Mm-hmm. He got injured. Rubio. They were like, okay, Rubio's going to spot star. Who gonna, played great. Yeah. And not only played great, played amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a revelation for this Cavs team. And then he gets injured. It's like, okay, we need a guard to come in. Like, sure. Yeah. We're already playing huge. We, I don't want to put like Dean Wade, who's 6'9, 6'10 at the two. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't want to have Kevin Love starting with three seven footers. It's just, you got to get another guard, somebody that like on the floor, been there for a long time, can control the offense. Yeah. Teach Darius Garland even more. I mean, that's exactly just what, having, that's the point I was going to make. I was yeah. going to say that like, I think the most like, Simple answer is really just they need a guard. He's a vet. But I think it also is nice to have him as a vet presence for, like, Garland and Mobley who, like, if you can instill, like, a great, like, defensive prowess who you're already seeing in Mobley, and if you can instill it into Garland, like, oh, my God, get rid of Sexton. I, I've said it so many times on the podcast. I'm so bought into it. I would like them to see them just, like, tear it all down and literally just go Garland, Mobley, get as many picks as you can for, like, Sexton, Love, Jared Allen. I mean, maybe you keep Jared Allen. I'm still kind of iffy on if I want to get rid of him in that scenario. But, um, yeah, mostly just a better presence for me. I think – well, one part I want to put into that is, like, obviously Devin Booker was a great scorer, great player earlier in his career. But once Chris Paul came over, like, obviously Rondo is not on the level Chris Paul mm-hmm. has ever been in his entire career. But Rondo is, like, a leadership type that putting on a young team – the right kind of young team, because on that Mavericks team, Rondo was the worst like yeah. person to put on that team. But having, like Zach said, a veteran presence that can help and like instill leadership in Garland, who literally whoever. I think Garland should be like that leader of the team. But we've always talked about how the leader should not be the best player. Like in the Raptors runs, in the Warriors runs, like unless you're Giannis. <laughs> or LeBron. I, I think Drew Holiday is like yeah, kind yeah. of a yeah, but you, obviously um if, if you're if your star is not an MVP level, he cannot be the leader. If that's that's kind of what we've said before. Like if if it's like for example, like um what did we say? I think we said it before also with like Draymond. Where like Draymond is technically your like leader on defense, mm-hmm. but he is not like your best player. Now again on offense, he's a little different, but like there, there's very there's a lot of scenarios where like did you just players. say Draymond's not the best player on defense for the Warriors? Wow. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> yeah, the way did you I said it kind of oh, was sorry. like that. I was not but but I, I I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I was you. not trying to say I, that. I was trying to say on offense. Zach sorry. totally just threw his little squishy dude yeah. and he could not find it. He was looking <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so I picked I picked it up for him. Let it be known as Joel Embiid. So if I throw him, it's also because it's Joel Embiid. But hey, hey he might be favorite for MVP right now. I think actually, I'm pretty sure he is the betting favorite for MVP right now. Really? Which I wouldn't. If we want, well, when we get to later in the podcast, I, I will be uh, talking about that a little okay. more. But Nick, okay, next one. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, so Ben Simmons. Okay. What do we think happens with Mr. Benjamin Simmons? I don't think he gets moved this season. I, I Their asking it, price is too high. Yeah. And I. Uh, Obviously, what? Lillard won't get moved. Okay. Beal has been said he's not getting moved. I mean, he also doesn't want to, which is weird to me, bro. Why? Yeah. I, and see, like, I get the whole, like, yo, I want to stay with this team. I want to, like, ride paid. it out. But, like, I mean, he's getting paid. He's getting paid. But it's, like, at that point, if you he, if you get traded, I mean, it's still the same bird, right? So, it's, like, you could still get the Supermax. See, and that's a good point. And I wonder with Beal, I mean, obviously, like, I don't think he cares that much about winning at this point. I think he's taking the mellow level where it's, it's just like, 
let me just stack this up, stack this yeah. up, and just not care and kind of just be a hometown favorite and keep getting these brand deals. I can see that. Actually, I, I that probably is it. He probably is just like honestly, it, I'm I'm never gonna be like like getting one championship to him probably doesn't make him a Hall of Famer to me. No, you know what I mean? So maybe so maybe his play, if we're thinking, he like, could be a hometown. Yeah, is literally to be like, oh yeah, he's just like Dirk, Kobe, like Tim Duncan, like these few players who really like. But I don't think he's yeah, on that level yeah, at all. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, to build like, his own legacy. Because yeah. if he switches teams, then he'll just get forgotten. Yeah, He's going to end up – okay, I'm comparing Westbrook's career to, like, Iverson, and then I'm going to put Beal in there kind of. Oh, they're the exact same. It's like, That's a good call. Yeah. It's like – okay, the exact same? All three of those. Like, West, Westbrook Iverson. and Allen Iverson where they're okay. like, okay, we played for, like – Okay, you know Westbrook for playing for the Thunder. You okay. know Iverson for playing for the 76ers. Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about yeah. like, I thought you were talking stat line. Like, no, 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 no. That's, that's a big I mean, no. one MVP, both of them. I think those two are similar yeah. in a yeah. lot of regards. Beal is like, okay, he's obviously not on their level, but he'll probably play for the Wizards. Like, And once he retires, when you think back, oh, Beal is like a Wizards player. He's, but like, he's, he's like West Unsell. Sure. It's like, bro, okay, you're, you're just a wizard, bro. Yeah. And no. it's like, you when you look back in the future, you're going to be like, yeah, he played for like four other teams late in his yeah. career. But, I mean, he spent 12 years with the Wizards, which is well, not like a good a, choice. But, like DeMar DeRozan. He's yeah, when you think about him, Raptor. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, he's played, this is his fourth team he's on. He's always going to be remembered as a Raptor. Yeah. So, it's like okay, that's that the sense. kind of player I that I think he's closer to where it's going to be like, okay, you're never going to be like an amazing player. It's just hard because all, all of the players we have named have had success on their team. Yeah, His success is like what? As a third-year player with John Wall and they're just like an insanely fast backcourt. That's it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like, like also like Westbrook, okay, triple-double record. Has averaged a triple-double for like multiple seasons. And then like you have Iverson, literally a culture setter with like – bro. There were literally kids like learning how to do a step back, literally because of this man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if he has that level, but I think that's his only play on to get that, to. No, that's, a good point. that's probably what his agent's hitting at too. Now, do you think that? Now, this is a little bit twisting that. I start thinking about this. So, with Bradley Beal mm-hmm. staying at Wizard, he built his own legacy. It kind of creates a better avenue for himself. Now, what about with Kevin Love? Should he have stayed in Minnesota and built his legacy off that, or because he kind of has gotten forgotten yeah. in his, the league? His is weird because. His only like, I guess like playoff success is with the Cavs. But to me, like he will always be a Timberwolf to me, or Timberwolf to me, because just because of like 2K12 through like 2K14 or what, what would that be? No, 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 like nine through what, whatever that like. Basically, 2K12 is like the one that immediately comes to my head is like my favorite 2K. Yeah. He was a stud post back to basket like big man. Splash and like, and like like that's what I will remember Kevin Love as. And then it's like okay, he was additional to like LeBron. But it's weird because, like you're saying, like that's kind of like his middle, the middle of his career. That's when he yeah. should have been like making his mark, and he was kind of like second fiddle. So it's kind of hard. Yeah. He would say he was third. He was yeah, they're actually their yeah, option. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't even think I'd put him in that. Uh, I don't. The, obviously, there's different kinds of careers p- players have. Like he's probably going to end up on a different team, so he's going to play for third team. Which team do you think about him as? Obviously, when Zach and I were first getting like heavily into basketball. It was like Kevin Love was on the Timberwolves. Yeah. Obviously, we know he's on the Cavs for pretty sure it's longer than he was on yeah. the Timberwolves. But like Kevin Garnett, you can either think of him as That's a Timberwolf exactly or as a Celtic. 
Yeah, obviously, way different yeah. players. And see, like I think, but, I think of Kim Garnett as a Celtic, but the thing is, I think about him as a Celtic because I think he was the most dominant there. Yeah. Even though he was literally like one of the best big men ever when he was on Timberwolves. Like you know what I mean, Tracy McGrady. Like where it's do you still just like you? Yeah, I call it. I call it the success with him being dominant, yeah. while like. Kevin Love on the Cavs, like, he has the success, sure. but he never, like, displayed, like, the dominance to make it be like, okay, this is really your main era. Yeah. So, like, T-Mac, yeah. where would you – like, what team do you first think of? Me, the Magic. Okay. I think Rockets. Yeah, see, yeah. and I'm like, okay, he started his career in Toronto. So, like, yeah. we all just Was thought of three to two. Yeah, like, yeah. last year – I mean, last year his career, he played for the Knicks. I mean, mm-hmm. he played for a lot of different teams, but all three of us just named a different team yeah. Yeah. for T-Mac. And that's kind of what you can do with a lot of players, especially when, oh, I spent four years here, I spent four years here, six years here. Like Kevin Durant, I think of Thunder. Somebody's yeah. going to think of Warriors. Somebody's going to think of he's Nets. A, he's a like I would say, a, I would say a lot of people will say Thunder, which like I'm not sorry, I'm not sorry. I, I think a lot of people Warriors. Will say Warriors because of the success really? and because like you saw him go against LeBron for what four years in a row, literally just like Dominant. you know, you like literally. Those seasons, we literally knew exactly who was going to the finals. Yeah. Like, we saw the Warriors literally win, like, 73 games. And then we – or not 73. Yeah, 73 games. And then we see LeBron upset in the playoffs. That was, like, a legendary moment. Like, those are – that's, like, a – that's honestly, like, enough, like, stats and, like, media hype for, like, yeah. an entire career in, like, a four-year window. Mm-hmm. But yet, like, all three of us still think Thunder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. I also, honestly, for me, it's the Goofy movie. It's, it's <laughs> Thunder, 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 Thunder yeah. 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 But – I mean, that was the go-to on 2K as well to have Westbrook and yeah. KD. See, I think we have Westbrook, you know, is obviously Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that and then like sense. with LeBron, you can even be like, who do you think of first? Like some people are going to say Miami. Some people are going to say Cavs. Some people are going to say freaking Lakers. Yeah. I mean, when you play for multiple teams it and have like a dominance. <laughs> it better not be Lakers. No, we'll see. <laughs> like the, this younger generation yeah. is going to like people that are 15, 16, Ryan's age. They're going to be like, oh, he's on the Lakers when I first start getting into basketball. Same way we were with, like, Kevin Love, with, like, that older generation where it was like, okay, they're retiring soon. Like, they're in their 30s, blah, blah, blah. Um, Like, we're obviously going to think of them where they played when we started watching basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is for a lot of people. And so, obviously, we were supposed to be talking about Ben Simmons. I but, yeah, but we, we like hopped over. Tangent. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a question, though. I'm like, I guess it's like a little more of a tangent, but like, where do you think that we'll end up putting like the like young guys right now? As far as like the like, teams? Yeah, like, can you think of someone right now that you're like, okay, they, they haven't made their mark enough to where like, okay, that's their player? Like, let's think of like really young guys. Like, oh, I'm talking like yeah. Luca, Trey, Zion. Oh, like, I was going to go off and say that like, I don't think Anthony Edwards stays more than like two more years. Okay. I think he's gone, but he already said, he said today that, that he wants to win and that in the next five years he sees himself as a finals MVP. And and he, obviously that's not gonna happen in Minnesota, you know, so he's he's gotta go, you know, and where does where will you see him end up? I mean it, There's from, multiple places. It, I mean it, any like, team that has like that's why teams like the Pelicans and Thunder and Rockets are like accumulating all those picks. It's because like, hey, this is like how you buy stuff in the NBA. You have picks. I mean, this is how, like, that's why they have so many, so they can draft more players, have, like, tangible assets, and then they have the, hey, this could literally be anything. Like, this Clippers pick, oh, if Kawhi and PG are playing, it's 20s. Oh, they're not playing. 
it could literally be a top four pick. I mean, yeah. it, you yeah. have just so much randomness, and that's why these teams are accumulating it where you can go out and get Anthony Edwards. If Lamella Ball gets upset, you can go get him. Yeah. If, like, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, like, I don't think they're going to be there forever. But, like, those teams that – I'm not even putting the Lakers in this, but, like, Luka, I think if you get a player that embodies the team, like Dirk, like Tim Duncan, like those players that stayed there forever, like, obviously the Mavericks have, like, a culture of keeping their star there. So I think, hey, Luka probably will be there most of, if not all of his career. Like, especially if they have that mindset where they want to – Hey, I want to build something here. The player that comes to my mind, and they're kind of the main reason why I asked it, was Trey Young. Because I don't think the Colt, or not the Colts, Jesus. The Colt. The, the Hawks are a Colt. You heard it here first. Zach said the Hawks are a Colt. That's the new expansion team. <laughs> my thing is, I don't I don't think Atlanta has a culture, in my opinion, to keep a star like Trey Young to stay. I also don't think they're building around him correctly at up to this point. So it's like, is he Trace McGrady? Like, is he someone where, like, maybe we have different teams for him that he could literally, like, immediately snap and we think of? Or, like, like Zion. Like, like last season, Zion averaged 27 points per game on, on 60 games. Yeah. That's pretty fucking big. Like, starting mm-hmm. the that's kind of, like, a lot. But, like, also, like, are you, do you really think he's going to stay? Somebody, somebody I that I think of really quickly is uh, Brandon Ingram. Like, played his first mm. three years in L.A., went to the Pelicans, like, he's going to be one of those, like, Tracy McGrady types where he's yeah. probably going to hop around to a couple different teams, have pretty good success. I mean, he was an all-star in New Orleans. And you're just going to have a lot of success in different uh, cities. And you're going to be like, oh, I can think of, like, my group of friends. We can all say, hey, where did Brandon Ingram play? Like, what's his most famous team? And you yeah. all say different people. I don't even know if I say Pelicans. Yeah. I don't know. All right, I'm going to give you one more name, and you guys tell – obviously, we were talking about Chris Paul while we were in that little break, um, and we were like, yeah, he's probably a Clippers player, even though he, like, is probably going to do a little more with the Suns, but um, I'm going to say Steve Nash. Suns. Suns, a thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, he started his career in Dallas, got traded to the Suns, went back to Dallas. What about – like? let me throw this one to Jason Kidd, kind of the same scenario. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think Brooklyn. Wow. I, New Jersey. But yeah. I kind of <laughs> think, think New Jersey as well, but also like I can like you think of the Mavericks. I can distinctively envision him in a, in a Mavericks jersey. That's that's back to your point on 2K though. That's 2K12. Yeah, exactly. Like then, I, I can literally see him and I'm like, okay, I'm mad. And I'm like the see you're saying when you see him, and the first picture I think of is I have a picture saved in my phone that uh he when he's playing for the Knicks. His headband was like crooked, and it reminds me of uh, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> See, like that—that's just like the first. Obviously, I don't think of the Knicks when I think about yeah. him. Probably, probably New Jersey, honestly. Probably because I have a New Jersey Jason Kidd jersey. But you know, whatever. I guess, um, I guess if I really had, like pick what I thought of, I would obviously think of him being like a Bucks head coach. Honestly, I would actually, I would actually, I would, I would actually think of him being like, "Yo, bump into me." And then having like yeah. you know what I'm talking about, where he's like yeah. he like intentionally spills the cup of like water or whatever. That's what I first think of. But yeah, player wise, I don't know. There's like a lot of players coming like that. Yeah, okay. like that's just a fun exercise. You can. What's Drew Holiday? Seventy sixer. That seventy sixer is like a kind of a little thing I in think, there. I think he's a pelican. That's the only time he was an all star. I kind of think I kind of think he's a pelican as well. But like, 
if the Bucks go to finals or like, you know, I mean, if he has another like deep run, like if he has two more years of deep runs, like, I mean, it all depends on the media coverage. Yeah. They can, yeah. they can pinpoint that to what you want. And yeah. that also goes back to how we were talking about Brandon Ingram. Like Pelicans aren't getting media coverage, even though they have Zion. And Actually, is is that part of the reason why we, I mean, of course we think Kevin Durant well, as, yeah. as, as Thunder, but, but is he, but is he thought of as a Thunder because he was villainized for leaving? So too. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of story does that, that come into it? Like, be yeah. Yeah. And so, but yeah, let's stop talking about that one. Okay. So, you got any more questions? Yeah. So uh, one more, one more thing to go off on. We we're talking about the trade deadline. So one thing I wanted to bring up is Embiid wasting his potential in Philadelphia. And then also on that point, if not Embiid, who do you see getting moved this trade deadline, which, which is coming up real soon? Oh, I don't think Embiid gets moved this trade deadline. That's, I think I have mine. If you want to think, okay. no, I don't. I don't even need to think. But like, okay. with the, you're you're not going to believe me. But with the Thunder, I was thinking. I was like, okay, they get the first pick in the draft. They get Jabari Smith. Blah blah blah. They draft whoever else later in the draft, like Patrick Baldwin Jr. And then they have Shea Giddy. PBJ, Jabari Smith, and then they're like, okay, let's use these future picks. Let's go get Embiid. Obviously not realistic, but I was like, I was like, what there was a long thinking? train of thought to get to that. So what like if it's it. like, you sure did connect them. Yeah. I'm like, what if the Thunder are like, okay, all these, all of our fans are thinking, okay, let's like go for Cat or go for Jalen Brown. But then we just go and just boom, Joel Embiid. And you're just like, whoa. But I don't think I hope y'all don't get him, bro. I know. I know you. You like, hate him. Well, not even but, that. Like I think his like his like personality is like the complete opposite of the Thunder's like entire franchise. True. The entire franchise is literally like a no joke. If you had to pick a young guy, it's literally Shay. You don't hear anything about him in the media. He occasionally shows out dressed up, looking flashy as hell. Yeah. And then he goes out and plays, and probably get he he plays. Basketball. That makes sense. Like he's not just a scorer. He's not just a passer. Like he goes out and he like he plays. You know, like, same it, reason why you drafted Giddy. Like that's like yeah. a Thunder player to me. They're, I mean, bro, you're you yeah. you had you had, you had Westbrook who averaged a triple double. Like to me, like that is literally just like your like mantra as like a franchise. No, do you think whenever Russ was there, do you think he was more of an introvert? It doesn't seem like Russ got too much of a personality until he left. I think he's we he's kind of really that. I, I don't think know Kevin Durant. Right? Yeah, is like. When he was in OKC, you didn't hear no, anything no, from him. No, no, no. You, all you hear is media. Oh, Kevin Durant's so cool. Kevin Durant's the nicest guy in the NBA. Kate, uh, Kevin Durant plays and, basketball with yeah. all players on the team at his house. Kevin yeah. Durant, would you like you to politely not call him the Slim Reaper? Yeah, <laughs> like super nice stuff. And then he goes to Golden State and he's like, man, I hate the Thunder. Like they treated me so bad, like blah, blah, blah. And he just starts talking. And it's like the Thunder obviously have – like things that they're like, okay, we want you to be in like this area when you talk to the media. We don't want you to just like, just say whatever. Yeah, we want I mean, you to have like very tight knit, and it's a it's a family feel is what the Thunder want to do. Good old it's Oklahoma like, boys. Yeah, it's like we want you to. We don't want to box you in a ton, which obviously you see that in the outfits, but we don't want you to just be like, oh, I hate the Clippers. Like, oh, blah blah blah, this whatever. And that's why you don't see Shea being like Damian Lillard, where he's saying, I should be in the all-star game. Uh, Y'all should have made me an all-star. Yeah. And then 
gets all star for seven years. Like, yeah, um, I don't know, but yeah, I think I don't think Joel Embiid gets traded this offseason. I think just because Daryl Morey is holding out so hard for a Ben Simmons trade, it could go either way of like, hey, I'm glad you waited and got me like Damian Lillard, but it could also go. They don't get a trade. The asking price goes down, and then you still end up with Harrison Barnes and Buddy Heald. And it's like, dang, you just like made me waste an entire year and a half of my career because you wouldn't take this trade at first, and now you just took the same trade that was offered (laughs) a year and a half ago. I just had my – I I literally just won MVP. and If they get Simmons or Embiid for whatever the deal that you just said, good God, the Kings are going to kill the league. Uh, I don't know. The players that – I don't think Embiid gets moved. I don't think Simmons gets moved. I know we kind of so, – uh, so you said both y'all don't think Embiid gets moved. No. Do you see any big names getting moved this week? I was about to say. I think – I I know it kind of got rumored that De'Aaron Fox might get moved. I don't think he's going to get moved. But I could definitely see them being, like, actors trying to get someone. I think, I think they actually put his name out there to try and draw out buzz. Um – I think Sabonis might be the biggest name. Sabonis. I would love to see him Who get moved. He's going to be an all-star reserve. Most likely. Most likely. So, yeah. a perennial all-star reserve mm-hmm. on the move. Yeah. And Any and other big names? I mean, if you count Jeremy Grant as a big name, I think he point. probably gets moved. Um, I don't really see anybody. It's hard to make in-season trades for huge names. Like, James Harden getting traded mid-season, insane. Like, it yeah. never happens. I mean, it. if a big trade happens, it's in the off-season. Yeah, we Paul George getting traded twice. I mean, Kevin Durant's saga. Obviously, he was a free agent. Love, and I know we were going to do an episode about like trades, like possible ones, and I threw it out there. But um, it kind of mentions like Sabonis as well. I would love to see Sabonis for Aiden. Yeah, Sabonis like like Sabonis with Chris Paul would literally be the best center I think this man's ever played with. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like I really do. Most skilled. I get like like, Horford. Her Horford's awesome, but like. Holy cow. He didn't play with Horford. Okay, cool. I, I didn't think so, but I want to mention it. It's just DeAndre Jordan, and then, Aiden, which, David West. Yeah, and then oh. and then on the other side, you're giving the Pacers a young center in Aiden. You have something to, like, hope for. Maybe they can get rid of Miles Turner. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of gives them, like, a young guy. That's the move I want to see made. I doubt it's happening. Okay. I got all right, that's it for the trades. Yeah. that was a, We probably had 30 <laughs> minutes on just your little segment. Okay. Um, so we definitely need to hop into – what we're talking about for the all-star weekend because rising stars just got announced. I just got a notification about bleacher report. No, I don't see. I mean, I saw it. It said LaMelo and Anthony Edwards, which obviously we all know are going to play, but, um, we do dunk first since that already got announced. Yeah. So, yeah. So dunk contest already got announced and it was Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony, Jalen green, Obi Toppin, and Juan Toscano Anderson. That's the big name right there at the end. <laughs> Huge name. That is the watch, watch he's gonna win it now. <laughs> we're we're just making fun of him and he's gonna go out there and he's gonna win it. Man, that's that it. negative reinforcement. Man. I want, yeah, I want right. him to just get shitted on so much that he just feels <laughs> um so we can go over who we had, because obviously we wrote these down earlier before mm-hmm. they were announced. Um obviously we knew Cole Anthony about a week ago. Uh, <laughs> um, but I had Miles Bridges, Obi Toppin, and Baby Rob- Daddy of the Year, huh? Baby Daddy of the Year, Miles Bridges, yeah. <laughs> um, and then 
Robert Williams from Boston. Because <laughs> I was a big like, guy. Yeah. So he I had like a 40 inch vertical too. Yeah, and two crazy dunkers, Obi Toppin and Miles Bridges, which you know, both of them have competed before. Mm-hmm. Obi Toppin ended up getting chosen. Cole Anthony, obviously, he was chosen. So we had a ride in spot already. And then I was just like, Robert Williams, you know what? Uh, let's have some fun. Uh, I had obviously Cole Anthony here announced. I had, I had Wiggins and I literally put, he fucking owes me because he was a starter. And I will say, going into the draft, he, he it was touted that he could hit a 720 dunk. So I would like to see that. Obviously, he's not going to be in it. That's why I had him on my thing. I picked Jalen Green. Let's go. That was right. Um, and then I wanted to see Keon Johnson. Okay. 20 year, he, he broke a 20-year-old record in the draft last last season. I guess, you know, whatever, six months ago. Um he broke a 20-year-old record for the for the NBA draft combine with a 48-inch max vertical. Okay. Like yeah, so he could jump a little Holy bit. cow. And he broke the standing vertical record as well. Does he play for the Clippers? Uh yeah. He's technically in their G League right now. Okay. Yeah. And actually we saw that a player can play from a two-way contract, G League contract, yeah. because last year, uh Cassius Stanley, did he win it? No. No. No, he was in it. I and he was a two-way player. Okay. They've actually done that another time before. I can't was remember it who Jones? it was. No. I think Derrick Jones was two way. I think he was two way. Yeah, he I, was okay, in the G yeah. League and then got pulled up yeah. to the. Yeah. yeah, but I'm. Yeah, I think it was Derrick Jones. True. Good. Good call, Nick. Um, did you have dunk contest um, guests? Dunk contest is always such a toss up for me because like it's been such a laughing stock of the league the last couple of years because you can't ever pull big names in because they're scared they're going to hurt their pride. Mm. You know, so unless unless they can somehow convince LeBron to be in it. Just for you know, shits and giggles. <laughs> I never really have too much of a say. I'm gonna watch it, man. Every year they yeah. change it every year and switch it up. You know what I really would like to see is the format adjusted just a little bit. Okay. So I would like to see because obviously they did good this year. You know, we Cole Anthony and Jalen Green are gonna put on a show and maybe yeah. just gone on another show. <laughs> but oh, but man. I want them to get three dunks each that first round. Three three, three attempts or yeah. three, three three completions. Three completions. Okay. Because I feel like it goes too quick. So you build yeah. up all all star night. You do the, you know, you do the uh, Friday night. You got the celebrity game, and then you got the rising stars. And Saturday you do the skills challenge. You do the three point, and then finally at 10, 30, 11 o'clock you get the dunk contest. Yeah. It lasts maybe twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and it just feels like it's too quick. It's a build up. It's a build up for nothing. It's like you get knocked out in the first round. So what I would like to see is three dunks. You know, you get. I would say instead of just attempts, you get you know a minute and a half to do something. Okay. Each and then, so I really want them to put on a show, and it just seems a little skewed with the scoring. So yeah. what I would do is a you got your judges panel, and then you have one vote that is entirely Twitter votes. Ooh. Or like, like crowd volume crowd, or something. Crowd volume. Okay. I want to see them put on a show. I want the huh. music. I want them jumping over cars. I want Blake Griffin over the Kia. You know. Yeah. That's what I would like to see. I, I think it is kind of weird because like. You'll see a dunk, and then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, it's very technical. Like, yeah. for example, like, Cassius Stanley's dunk last – or not, sorry, not Cassius Stanley. Um, Obi Toppin's dunk last season, right? He was in it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was the big. He yeah. um, he did a dunk, and I was like – I was watching it, and I was like, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, he went, like, between legs. That's, like, that's like a very, like, hard move to do. Yeah. And I'm watching it with my girlfriend, Beck, and she's like, don't they do that, like, all the time? And that's, that's coming from someone who – 
doesn't watch the NBA that much. They're trying to appeal to the All Star. You know what I mean? Entirety is to bring in a new audience, yeah. people who don't normally watch. Mm-hmm. You get the big names, you get the celebrities to come to the game. That's the only reason they watch. So yeah. why not bring the celebrities out on the court? You know, go jump mm-hmm. over Kevin Hart. You know how impressive that is. Yeah. All five one of them. I think. But, I think you could. They should also almost add like a. Um, Maybe like a like a max or maximum that you can have of props. Sure. Maybe, maybe like so. Are you saying when you get three? Do you are you saying like everyone dunks three times? Yes. And then you get a total score. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what if what if you had it to where like only one of those dunks Your gets, best dunk gets, gets a prop? Time. Yeah. Okay. Or, or or that. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like less props because like I I honestly hate the like oh I blew out a candle oh my god I grabbed like this mm. with my mouth off the rim like hey, I don't like talk, it's cool don't talk about Sergi Baca yeah. like that yeah I'm also not like hammy like wave the timer and I really like the performance so like mm-hmm. I really want them to like turn off the lights and be a you know, glow in the dark jersey yeah. and Space Jam Duncan yeah. or something huh. it just feels like the crowd's not into it enough they don't know how to react yeah or or like if someone like if you don't hit on the first time it's so quiet. It's so quiet. And it's still like a crazy dunk. Yeah. But like something about like seeing someone like fail the first time, it's like. It's like you already saw them try to do it and it doesn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing I do want to say about it is I hate the former players judging it. Like, yeah, obviously with the D Wade last year. Dikembe Mutombo one time. Yeah. But like D D Wade, that one, I hate that because obviously Derek Jones Jr. was on the heat and he's going to pick Derek Jones Jr. because. Like, even though Aaron Gordon yeah. should have freaking won multiple times, he just gets screwed because, oh, yeah, I, I would rather a Heat player win. And then D-Wade's like, I didn't I didn't do that. Like, you were the only nine, bro. So who do you yes, think is a suitable uh, judge? Do you think you see coaches? I would like to see, like, Jordan Kilgannon and all these, like, street dunkers be the judges. Okay. I want to see, like, these people That's who, a like, good point. who can literally dunk. What about a mix? Honestly, what if they literally, like, threw, like, some of those professional dunkers in it? What if you did like two NBA players? Like, let's say you let's could like, add an event and have an amateur one too, right before the dunk. I'd be down for that. I'm I mean, a little kids dunk contest. I mean, like, I'd be down for like a separate one. I'd also be down for just having it in it as well. Like, I think it'd be cool to literally just have like, like I kind of like the whole keeping the young guys. So maybe you do like Cole Anthony, Dylan Green. The other two guys, like honestly, to me, are just throw-ins. And then what if they did those two young guys, and then they were just like Jordan Kilgannon and like some other like professional dunker. Yeah. What if you did seating? Yeah, like you, just like they do the skills challenge where they're like guards versus bigs. Okay, the two professional dunkers go against each other, the two NBA players go against each other, and then it's like, all right, go your best dunk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a good point. I would love that. You know, just NBA, give us a call if you need some pointers. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I want people that I can tell like aren't biased. Like I don't want celebrities doing it yeah, because like like Justin Timberlake, he's a Memphis fan. Like, yeah. if somebody from Memphis is there, he's gonna pick them. Sure. Like, yeah. I want I, I want people that, that are like completely on. But honestly, like, bring in Ernie Johnson. Bring yeah. in like, bring in these guys that like. <laughs> they, bring, they bring in all of the unathletic analysts. Bring yeah, them. do it. I don't care. Like, yeah, obviously, you know they're Colin not Cowherd be. is like <laughs> yeah. Westbrook zero. Yeah. See, I don't want somebody that's gonna be like biased. Obviously, we know Ernie Johnson is not biased at all. Yeah. Like, bring me in. Like, yeah. If, obviously, if, if a Thunder's player's and, in and there. And see, like, like, the crowd yeah, thing, but... I like that. I actually do think that adds a lot. But I think it is kind of hard because, like, dude, who is going to tweet up a storm for Monte Scott Anderson? And, and he and he then, probably would because Warriors fans elected. Yeah, but he put freaking so, Wiggins in a starter. Exactly. So then does it bring back, like, okay, like, if you're just, like, a big market, like, are you just going to get a ton more votes? 
for example, like like the Jazz. The Jazz, I'm sorry, but like they are probably gonna always have a ton of like all stars or like someone that in that kind of event, just because they show out voting. Sure, they really do. And but it's like in that scenario, if we have Donald Mitchell in there again, is he just gonna win because of like a fan vote? Like that's a point. That's a good point. And it's also hard. Well, it's also hard because you have like. Okay, you're watching it on TV. Some people can't, like, some people don't have cable. So they're having to watch it on their phones. Like, if I'm watching it on my phone, yeah, my phone. I have to go, like, obviously. Yeah, my... But, like, then you have to go to your computer or close out of it to go tweet or yeah. whatever. It's like, most people don't pay for cable. Most people are watching it on a stream. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to go on Twitter and get the vote. Well, that, so, like, that kind of stuff could easily fix, like, if you just, you know. It'd be, it, I mean, I'm just saying. What about in in viewership voting. I was about to say that. I, I think, it, you know how easy it would be to literally just be like, all right, all Roku owners can literally vote on your screen right now. Or Twitch stream it. Bro, they or Twitch stream, bro. But then, I, they, but then they don't want to do that because they do advertisements. And like you have or you could just do Hulu with live sports and they could pay me. <laughs> literally. <laughs> True. Okay. <what> you, <laughs> yeah, honestly, Hulu, I'm just saying. What do you want to do? You want to do skills or you want to do uh, three point next? Do, uh, do skills real quick. Y'all run through okay. skills. Let's do skills. Um, okay. Give me your guards first. Okay, so I have Dejounte Murray, okay. R.J. Barrett, and Josh Giddy. Okay, so so a little bit, but he's a, he's an amazing passer. So it's like no, it, he's gonna get those passes through the thing real quick, and then it's like, oh, is he gonna make his three pointer? So, so R.J. Barrett to me in that pick is literally kind of like like I pick Zach Levine. It's literally just like a guy who isn't a passer, but it's like okay, you're pretty athletic. I'm sure, you in yeah. there. So I did I did Garland because I think he's gonna be an All Star, so he's already there. I did Zach Levine. I don't think he's gonna be an all-star, but he'll be there because Demar's an all-star. And then I went Lamelo, bro. Please be in the skills challenge. Yeah, please. We I, need we need Levar at All-Star Week. Uh, <laughs> I I saw something that was like they need to put Jaw in there just to absolute curveball everyone. Like imagine he goes in there. He he does like intentional like you know like you know he's not about to take no damn layup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if, if he if he's ahead. He is literally going to just like yam this thing and then come down and shoot a three. Yeah. Like it's just like a little spark in it. Who you got for bigs? Um, so I have four. I'm going to list the three and then I'm going to say why I listed the three and then have that fourth one just because that's who I had before. Okay. Um, I have Bam, Kuzma, and Jaron Jackson. And then, well, who I want to have in there is Evan Mobley. I want to have like rookies, second year guys in here in the skills challenge because. Nobody watches the skills challenge. Okay. Nobody does. Nobody. And if you add, if you put it like rookies versus sophomores or something, I, obviously not just that, but maybe a star and then you have rookies. It's like, I want to watch rookies. Like I had that exact format. Yeah. Like, I, have, I want to have young guys. I have uh, Jokic. There's your star. I have Mobley, young guy. And then I went Shangun as literally just like your random no name, but he's young. You know what sure. I mean? Like Jalen Green's already going to be there for dunk contest, or that's who, you know, I guess we know he is now. Mm-hmm. I had him just in there because I was thinking he's going to be there. Um, but yeah, maybe just like have one no name, one guy who might win rookie of the year, one stud. Yeah. Kind of just diversify. All right, let's do three point. Okay. Who, who wants to go first? Uh, I, I kicked that one off. Uh, pretty much, you know, you, it seems like the three point is pretty consistent every single year, so quickly. Um, I do think new addition. I don't. I think DeRozan will be in it. Ooh, DeRozan. He's got, he's got a good three point percentage this year. I'll get into like that it. a little bit when we talk about our favorites from the week. Um, but uh, Luke Kennard. Ooh, I, think, I have him too. I, think, I have him too. Deep, good pick. Good these are pick. some deep picks, everyone. Think, you gotta get Steph. We broke the record this okay, year. Okay, yeah. Steph, um, Devin Booker, Duncan Robinson, and Desmond Bain. 
Okay, I like that a lot. Did you look up who has the best three-point percentage and then scroll through? Yeah. I knew you <laughs> yeah, did I knew. because I did the same thing. I looked, I looked through three-pointers attempted and three-point percentage, yeah. and I was like, okay, uh, let's skip around a little bit. But, like, Kennard, definitely think he's going to be in there. I would yeah. love that. Um, Steph, obviously. Kennard's got smooth shots. Mm, yes. It's, ooh, it's he's, smooth. he's built for grabbing off the rack. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, but he has to, he's a lefty, so he has to do it. From so the great. opposite side, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That, that um, means he finishes on the side on of all side. of all the players. So that's even Fire. more cool. Fire. Um, I have Cam Johnson, who second okay. in the league in three point percentage. Okay, behind bigger guy. PJ Tucker, because I don't want PJ Tucker in no. the freaking three no, point contest. You, you should have sort um, of horrendous three pointer made per game. No, I have. I okay. have that. Okay. I I did both. Okay. okay. Um, Duncan Robinson. I have Mike Conley, who is shooting the best percentage from three in his career. It's 42%. And then was he in last year? He might I thought I think they gave it to him because he was an all-star. He was an all-star, so I think they gave him three points as well. And then I have Mike Muscala. Nice. I I decided between him and Kat, but I'm like, I need a center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's also he's also shooting 44% (laughs) from three. So, you know, that it's not a it's not like Oh yeah, I just picked the highest percentage from the Thunder. No, shooting forty-four percent. I mean, almost fifty percent from three. True. And he shot almost two hundred. So it's not like I think y'all have actually said a lot. Of t- a lot of people that I would have on mine. I I went a lot for like three pointers made per game. So I did uh, Curry. He won twice already. I went Buddy Hield. He won in twenty twenty. I want to have like. I, by the way, I picked a lot of like previous winners mm-hmm. because I want to see these people come back again. So I did. Uh, so Curry won last year. Buddy Hill won 2020. He's also third in three-pointers made per game. I want to see him in there. Um, I picked Joe Harris, 2019 winner. Top three-point percentage above 15 minutes per game. He's shooting 46.6%. Good God. Um, I picked Anthony Edwards, uh, fourth in three-pointers made per game. Donovan Mitchell, fourth in three-pointers attempted per game. Um, And then I picked Fred Van Vliet. He's also just because he's in the – I think he's probably – he might be an all-star. So maybe he's just, you know, there. They throw him in there. Like an easy one. Sure. Right. I think it's pretty good. Pretty solid list. All right. So that means we're on to the final one of today. We have the Rising Stars game where we pick rookies, sophomores, and then some G League guys. Um, Which we did not pick G League guys, but Sean picked G League guys. I, yeah, I picked G League guys just because obviously they're in it. And I was like, you know what? They're probably going to pick these young guys that aren't in the league yet. Just yeah. like – because I mean, technically, I thought about it and I was like, technically, they are under contract. Yeah, they have to, bro. Yeah. So, um, go ahead and send the G League guys because we don't have those. Okay. I have Scoot Henderson, Jaden Hardy, uh, Dyson Daniels, and Marjan Bochamp. Those are basically, if you don't know those names, those are basically what three or four guys that are in this year's draft, two in next year's draft, three this year, one next year. Okay. Wait. Oh, the other two. The Bochamp is older. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the, all the three guys in this year are projected to go top 20. Um, next year, scoop potential number one pick. Um, number one, bro. Yeah. So do we want to go rookie or sophomore? Let's do rookies. Rookies. All right. Do, uh, Let, do let's just do say, okay, do you want I'll, me to like list off who I have? And if you have them just say yes. Yeah. Let's or do, do you want, yeah, Nick, we'll do, do you want to do that? Let's, let's do it off yeah, my list. Yeah, we'll do all right. Evan Mobley. Yeah. Obvious. Easy. Uh, Cade. Easy. Yes. Okay. Scotty Barnes. Yes. Easy. Josh Giddy. Easy. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I already told y'all he's in it. Um, Franz Wagner. Yes. Easy. Herb Jones. He is my 12th spot. 
Yeah. Maybe. Uh, right now I have him. It's either him or a Ayudasuma. Okay. Um, uh, Kuminga. No. Oh. He's not even. I, I don't. Even, I don't even think I put him as an honorable mention. Um, I, th- I think well, right, right now, now he's projected to get Arhi's second team. Well, I, I don't. Oh. I don't. The thing with him is, I think he's really just benefiting from them just playing so good. I every time I I, I personally have watched him, I've not been impressed. So he, he's not on mine. But okay. that could just be you know my sample size. But I have Alperin Shingun. Yes. Nick. I'm, no. I'm undecided on that. I'm okay. Undecided. Okay. Um, Jalen Suggs. Yeah. Lock. I like Jalen. Is he Lock. gonna be? Is, didn't he just come back? I think he just came. He back. was gone for a minute. But they were dealing with a lot of. COVID issues down yeah. um, Did I say Jalen Suggs? Yes. Okay. Um, I have Jalen Green. Lock. Yeah. Easy. I had Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I know lock. he's probably. Yeah. He's locked. Yeah, I think he's locked too. Okay. He's locked too. And then I picked, I, I had three names. I was like, did the Pacers get one in Duarte or I, uh, Isaiah Jackson? What about I say, bro? I, I had his name highlighted. I was waiting for you to call his name out. And then I was like, does Davion Mitchell get him? I have both of those. I had okay. Mitchell and um, So I think the two that I that I don't have that you have is Kaminga and who was the other one? I said Duarte, Isaiah Jackson, or Davion Mitchell. And then did you have you had Herb Jones? You had Shingu. Yeah. Oh, I have Herb Jones. Yeah. He's like my I have him slash Iodasuma. They're okay. kind of tied. Yeah. I I had Duarte as like above Jalen Green as, as far as like lock percentage. And then I have Davion Mitchell above Jeremiah Robs and Earl. Just, okay. just because the Thunder getting two, but yeah. he's okay. still in there. Okay, uh, sophomores. Let me do the same thing again. Yeah, uh, yeah all right. Let's do it. Lamelo. Nah. Yeah. We'll let him in. He's an All Star, but like I don't know if he's like one of the top twelve sophomore players. Um, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Yeah. Cole Anthony. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Yep. Desmond Bain. A lock. Yep. I had him above Maxey. Uh, Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. Yes. He's lower, but yeah. Okay. Isaiah Stewart. Man, just because he fought LeBron doesn't mean he gets to go. In the he he is a, not in line. Okay. The reason I put him in there is because I'm like, okay, they have no bigs as I, of I, right I, now. I didn't care about that. I just um, best 12. Okay. So I have Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey. Lock. Yeah, lock. Okay. Good three point percentage. I have Jay Sean Tate. He didn't get drafted. He's an undrafted second year player, you but. The I, I know, but what I'm like, hell? okay, I, it's not picking who I want to make it. It's picking who I'm like, okay, they're probably going to make scoring it. I didn't nice, want to pick. I, I didn't want to pick Shingun and Jalen Green. Yeah, his, and I picked both of them. His scoring is nice, but I didn't pick him. Um, I only picked him because he was. I mean, he gets talked about a lot, and as a Rockets guy, and um, he made All Rookie Team. And then I have Obi Toppin. Lock. Yeah. I have Precious Achua. Um, I do not have him. Okay. So I have three players that you do not have. All right. Hit me. Uh, first one, Nawara. Jordan Nawara. Okay. I think I had him like fifth, right below Desmond Bain. All right. Um, I had Okungwu just because he's playing, been playing 70 minutes at center. I kind of think he just needs the nod. Um, and then my last one was honestly pretty hard, which I actually like some of yours. I might swap them in for that one. But I had um, a three-way tie between Devin Vassell, Wiseman, and Okoro. Okay, yeah. so these got announced. Do you want me to list who got announced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All, highlighters are good. All right, so rookies, Cade, Josh Giddy, 
Chris Duarte, Ayodesumu, Evan Mobley, Wagner, Barnes, Green, Herb Jones, Alpern Shingun, Jalen Suggs, and Davion Mitchell. So no JRE and no I think Kuminga. I didn't have Kuminga. So just just no JRE on mine. I'll um, take that. Sophomores. We had Lamelo, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, yeah. Desmond Bain, yeah. Sadiq Bay, yep. Tyrese Halliburton, okay. Tyrese Maxey, yeah. Jay Sean Tate. Called it. Yeah. Woo! Go me. Um Cole Anthony, Isaiah Stewart, Jaden McDaniels, Isaac Okoro, and Precious Achua. And then G League Ignite, I got 100% on that one, Ooh, said Jaden Hardy, Scoot Henderson, Marjan Beauchamp, and Dyson Daniels. Yo, if you want to know about three players that are going to be in the draft and probably the number one next year, watch that game. Those are going to actually be pretty good, especially especially like Scoot Henderson. As what is he? He turns 18 this year, right? If, if as a, you know, I, mean, I guess technically he could be 17 or not. But he, because, or yes, he is 17 because he's going to turn 17. 18. Yeah. As a 17-year-old, going to go against freshmen and sophomores. Okay. This, this, if he balls, this is a big, this is probably a big showcase for like the NBA being like, hey, maybe we should start letting high school players in. And high school kids are going to start wanting to do the G League more. 100%. I was about to say that. Um, if he performs, I, I they get it look like this. They don't, you know, not just put away in a corner. Yeah. They're showcased. Yeah. Especially like we're going to see like Dyson Daniels, a guy who like has a ton of good highlight film, but then like you go and see like some of his like, you know, points per game and stuff like that in G League. I have not been impressed based on that film. So like, I don't know. This might be like your best bet of like seeing some of these guys, especially against like people like older than them. Yeah. What Nick was saying is like the G League guys, like, these guys that are about to be drafted, this is going to get a lot more publicity and like want for these young guys to go to the G League. Yeah. Like, if Scoot Henderson is going to get this and he's not even going to get drafted until over a year from now, it's no, like. Not to mention he's getting paid right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, I mean, college guys are getting paid NIL and stuff like that. But, like, is that going to change? Oh, maybe like the number one player in the 2020 three class is like, huh, I could get, I could be in like the all-star game already and get my name out there. And if I play good, then like, just wait until the first G league player gets a brand deal. Honestly, Ooh. that's going to be big. I wonder if they can offer him. Cause it, why would, why would Nike not just take the flyer on Scoot Anderson? You're already projected number one. You've been projected number one since like you were a freshman in high school. They might, they might take the shot. You know what I mean? I guess not a freshman high school, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's hop over into our teams, or not teams, but like our picks of the week. Bet. Um, Zach, start us off. Okay, bet. Let's do uh, MVP. I got Jokic. Uh, currently sitting at 28 and 21. Jokic has a midseason wins above replacement of 14.1. Wow. <laughs> Just to put that in reference, the next closest is Curry at 7.9. No, this is your MVP for the week, right? Yes. yes. Okay, gotcha. Not uh, full season. Not full yeah. season. And I'll mention why he's my MVP. Or I'll, I'll add on to that whenever he's my stat line. Okay. Um, and I'll just go and throw it in there. Uh, pie leader of the week was Jokic. Okay. Sean? Go ahead. Okay, so MVP for the week. Um, you know, I thought about Jokic. Uh, ultimately, went with Joel Embiid. Okay. So, um, you know, Philly currently sitting at 31-19 and 19 up at the top of the table in the East. He's averaging his last 10 games, 35 0.7 points per game, 11 rebounds, four and a half assists, and in a block and a half. Insane. Um, they're you know third third in the East. I did put honorable mention 
as DeMar DeRozan. Okay. They had a good week last week. You know, highest three-point percentage of his career. Averaging 26-5-5 five and five in the first in the East. Um, so that is who I got for my MVP of the week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, very in-depth. You took a lot of the things I was going to say because I have Embiid number <laughs> one for MVP. And I said, sneakily, the three seed, which is one and a half back of number one after they started the season, like, play-in team. Yeah. Yeah, and kicked it all he, the burners. Yeah, he's just gotten them up to where, I mean, they, they could potentially be the number one seed. And I didn't think it was possible early in the season. Um, but I also had, I was like, Jokic, no, nah, I'm going to go with Embiid. But Jokic is flying up the standings too. And, I mean, both of them are missing their next best player. And then their best ball handler on both teams. Yeah. Um, I will say I want to throw in there. Obviously, this is just like kind of doesn't affect MVP. But um, LeBron had a one-game sample in my, like, seven-day bracket. He had a 31.7 pie, which means he he attributed to 31.7% of his entire team's combined total stats, everything, wow. which is, like, insane. Like, that is probably, like, the highest pie rating I have honestly ever seen on, like, a 30-minute basis, which is insane. But it was only one game, so he didn't meet my, like, possessions. So he only, he only had seven possessions, but um, just want to throw that in there. Uh, let's do reserve. I got Brandon Clark. Um, he averaged 13 points, five rebounds for the Grizzlies. Played some great minutes guarding uh, Rui Hachimura, Royce O'Neal, Hassan this week, and also Jakob Um, So just kind of want to give him a shout-out. He played some great defense. Okay. Reserve of the week, I had Luke Kennard. <laughs> I think Sean's a little frustrated. I think we're on the same page. I'll actually let you hit this one first because I don't want to steal your, your thunder. No, you can go ahead. Go ahead, bro. I mean, steal your thunder. I'm proud of you. Okay, Luke Kennard. Uh, so let's just talk about his five-game spread. Uh, he had 25, 17, 23, 14, and a big two. But... <laughs> yeah. We're going to um, take that one out of the okay. sample. Uh, Clips went three and two over that stretch. He he was averaging 27 minutes a game. He's a six-man you know, six who looks like uh, 16.2 and six. Um, so he, he had a 48% field goal percentage, 45% on threes. Mm. Dude, he had a great week, and man, I want him to be in the three point. And yeah, and he picked him for three point. Heck yeah, yeah. Uh, that one game where he had two points, his percentages just dropped because of that. He was one for seven from the field, zero for five from three. So I mean, Jeez. you take that one game out, and his percentages jump up like, like crazy, fifty something from three or something like that. It's yeah. got to be. I mean, besides that game, his lowest three point shooting game was forty five point five percent. And he hit the game winner on Washington mm. in their Ooh. stupid comeback. Mm. Like, literally ridiculous. We're going to get to that in a minute. But, yeah, Luke Kennard is also my reserve of the week. Nick, if you keep taking my picks, uh, I don't know if I can ever have you back on here. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Rookie, I got Franz Wagner. Um, I would have picked Cade because he got a triple-double, um, but he shot, he shot way too many times per game. He um, Cade averaged 20 points per game this week on 21 field goal attempts, but Franz averaged 21 points per game on 13. So I had to pick him for efficiency. Um, I will say on that with Cade, that game that he had the triple double, he didn't, he had zero points in the first half. Wow. And this, this was against Cleveland. So everybody was like, no, is like, is Evan Mobley just asserting his dominance? Cade ended up with a triple double after not scoring. He had how many points? How many points did he have? He had 19 points in that game, and he came away with the W. So, like, on top of it all, they beat the Cavs, got their 12th win of the season. But Oof. still, um, he's not my rookie. I just wanted to put that out there since you brought him up. 
Nick. So on this one, I could not pick best between these three, but I said Cade Franz and Scotty Barnes had all pretty good weeks. <laughs> okay. So I, I could not. I okay. Could, I couldn't pick on that. That's one. fine. That's fine. So, sometimes like sometimes we pick a like for a team, we'll just be like the NBA. Yeah. Like there's sometimes like there's just so many good games. It's like bro, just, just good weeks for rookies. Um. So luckily for you. You uh, didn't pick anybody that I had, okay. any of those three. <laughs> um, so I picked James Booknight, who Zach and I have talked about before when we were talking very badly about the Hornets and what their choices were. But Booknight played – he had three games over this past week where he played 19 or more minutes, and he scored double-digit in all of them. Love it. So he's showing his scoring potential, his acumen that he has from three-point range. And he's adding to the Hornets something that they haven't had. And it's another ball handler that can shoot off the dribble. Thank God. LaMelo needs it. Their top, like, addition that I think the Hornets need to make is literally a wing attacker that can shoot. So, you know, maybe like a little something like Joe Ingles, but not Joe Ingles. Maybe someone like 10 years younger than that. But uh, but let's go to the stat line. I got Jokic, kind of wide picking for MVP. He He had a game where he put up 28 points, 21 rebounds, 9 assists, Good Lord. There's not a single person who can box out on the Pistons. And uh, he, the, the Nuggets out-rebounded the Pistons in one game by 20. And Jokic had 21. <laughs> Insane. Um, yeah. Uh, he didn't get the triple-double, so I don't care. Anyways. Oh. Uh, yeah, I picked Cat, who had 31, 11, and 10. Triple-double oh. um, in a 20-point win over the Utah Jazz. Wait, how many who, rebounds? Um, 11. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Got a triple-double, which Jokic couldn't achieve in that game. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I still have Jokic's MVP of the season, so I just wanted to just wanted to clown on him for okay. finishing with nine assists. <laughs> Bum. Um, to follow on Zach's point, I had Jokic as well for stat line. He did say the 28-21-9 against the Pistons. Let's not forget two nights earlier, Ooh. he played the same team. Ooh. Had 34, 9, and 8. <laughs> Just two nights. Still no triple-double. No. You guys are, you guys oh are picking God. some horrible stat lines. <laughs> I will say we had zero 50-point games this week. Last week we had two. Um, we Should have been three. Jokic yeah. had 49. Yeah. So I, I just uh, – Let's go into game. I had the 76ers beating the Kings. 103-101. Tyrese Halliburton. Good no. Lord. Tyrese Maxey. No, Tyrese Halliburton, 38 points. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God, for scoring. Seven assists. Uh, and just, you know, just a little sprinkling of three steals, no turnovers. Um, Embiid continued his dominance, uh, em- emphasized even more uh, with this Kings team just being awful. Um, again, they're one big away, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, Embiid finished with 36, 12, and 6 that game as well. Pretty solid. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to say Lakers Hornets just because I like to see Lamelo get the dub over the depleted <laughs> Lakers, but um, the Pacers had a game last week where they scored 150 points, <laughs> so I can't can't count that one out. So tie between those two. Love that. All right, I went with the Clippers 35 point comeback win over the Wizards, which is the second largest comeback win in the last 50 years. Wow. Oh yeah, so think back 50 years ago. You know, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, they weren't even in the league yet. It was still it was still over half a decade before they even got drafted. You're like, so they, they were in high school. They might not even have been in high They might have been in middle school. It's like rookie Curry on the bar. 
Yeah. It, it was a long time ago. But the Clippers have the second largest comeback win in over 50 years. Wow. That's insane. Uh, all right. Let's do team. I got Phoenix Suns. 10-game win streak. 13 of the last 14. Um, and they're just being so subtle about it. Um, they're just going to their winning games. Kind of hard to pick against them. Also, Biombo might be uh, Biombo might be putting Dayton out of a job. He genuinely is playing insane. Dayton is coming back tonight. By the way, I hope I hope Biombo still gets minutes. I hope he still gets like enough to where it's like, oh wait, yeah, Chris Paul is just a point guard, and we can literally run any center with him. Which we've kind of been saying all oh, season. Um, so I, I think you're kind of pulling my card where I said uh, Phoenix is my team of the week until they lose. Um, so I went with the Hawks. They're on a seven-game win streak after losing, I think it was 16 of their last 21. Yeah. There was, what, like a a six-week span where they didn't win a home game or something like that. Yeah, from November until late January when January they beat the 17th. Bucks. Um, yeah. So they're – they're, they're getting into the right mindset. They're starting to win games. Um, they got rid of Cam what, Reddish. Yeah, everybody's saying it's Cam <laughs> Reddish's fault. Uh, I wonder if they're – I think they're going to be the surprise team at the deadline. I have – I'm picking between three teams. It's either the Hawks, Kings, or Celtics are going to make the biggest slash most moves. Okay. Well, uh, talking about game of the week, um, that also will transition me into dud for the week because – or sorry, you said team. So um, the Warriors have had very abysmal performances from Steph Curry. Yeah. They keep winning. So they're <laughs> my team of the week, but also falling into my dud of the week, Steph Curry. Ooh, okay. So Steph, over this four-game span, he's shooting huge 29% to field goals. Also, here's his, th- his stat lines from three those last four games. Three for ten. Six for ten. Two of ten. <laughs> one of thirteen. I did not count last night's 40-point game because that yeah. is an anomaly the way yeah. he's been shooting. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Like, there's no way he was going to, you know, since, shoot good. No. <laughs> he's got the curse. Since he broke the record, he's shooting 35% from three. Huh. 38 from field goals overall. Oh, wow. So there's my dead of the week. I wonder what his uh... – I wonder what his percentage of field goals are three pointer attempts. I would like to know. It, I wonder if that's. I wonder if it's like higher now that he has hit that. Like in this little span. Well, in at least the last four, he shot over ten a game. Yeah. And hmm. most teams, I'd say, shoot in the thirties a hmm. game. So. <laughs> it kinda, yeah, he, he's shooting way too many. Uh, my dud. I got Washington Wizards. Honestly, this one is kind of like a overall season, not like a weekly thing. Um, this team I really just was, like, looking at earlier this week, and I was like, they are so just stuck. Like, they are in, like, a sunken place. I don't know what the heck to do with them. They're 23-26, and 26, which is, like, just close enough to be, like, maybe they're going to be in, like, the playing tournament. But they've lost five straight. Um, feels too good for them to tank. But they're still, like, picking guys like Corey Kisper. Like, what do you do with Kuzma? Like, are you really about to rebuild with him? I, I don't know. The, like I, I honestly, if I was the GM of the of the uh, Wizards, I would want just like a fresh slate and just get rid of everyone. But um, I don't know what they're gonna do. So, a sixth of the league. So that's five teams are on a losing streak of four more games. Oh my god! How many times does that happen? 
I, I don't know. I, I just I put that stuff together earlier today because obviously it's it, it could change tonight. Uh-huh. But Brooklyn is one of them. Then Washington, obviously you said them. Um, Utah, weird. Pelicans, Kings, and Rockets. Hmm. Actually, that's the Rockets. That's sense. six teams. So a fifth of the league. My bad. My bad. My bad. Um, and then. I'm not even including the Lakers, who have lost three in a row. Gobert was probably out for that whole four, man. Mitchell's been out. Gobert's been playing. Um, But still, five-game losing streak for the Jazz. Kings are on a seven-game losing streak. It's weird to look through and be like, there's only, you know, three teams that are on a winning streak of five or more. Hmm. There's five-game win streak. That's Philadelphia. Six-game win streak, Golden State. And then 10 from Phoenix. It's like that all the other teams won one, one, two, and then nothing else, nothing higher than that. It's yeah. either it's either one or two, and then five, six, ten. Tell me what the Heat are right now. Are they 31? They've lost two in a row. And they are 32 and eight. I I would like to put a hot call in right now, and I'll put it in my notes. I think the Heat are gonna have a 10 game one streak at some point, I think. Like to end this season. If their players are ever healthy, like well, ha- their player, exactly. their That's their roster rotates through. It's like every four games. That's what I say. I think uh, I looked at it earlier. Hold on, let me see if I find my notes. Um, the three, their three top guys, Lowry, Butler, Bam, have played fourteen games together, and they are what did you say? 31, 18? Oh, 32, 19. 32, 32 and 19. 19. 32, 19. I don't even know if that's really like a hot take. Saying that they're gonna, they might have a ten game win streak. Do I think they'll get a 10-game win streak? I don't know. Obviously, we're closing. The the season's getting closer and closer to ending. Um, Could they? Yeah. I mean, the Heat Heat have some of the weirdest, like, accolades for wins. They started the season, what is it, 10 and 31, and then finished the season 31 and 10, Mm -hmm. and made the playoffs 41 and 41. It's like, the heck? Like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't – like. That's just a record that's in my head. And people are like, dude, that doesn't like, why do you know that? Mm-hmm. And just like, the Heat have a lot of those. And seeing as they could get a 10 game win streak, like the, the Suns have had two 10 game win streaks this season. They have 18 and then they have the 10 that's currently going on right now. And they're at 40 wins. So 28 of their 40 wins are 10 or longer win streaks. <laughs> that's just so weird. Um, but we have to pick our games for the week. Obviously, we're going extremely long, so you know it, it's fun having a guest on. You know, you get, you you know, know what they say, pod. though, right? You know, long form podcasts are the best conversations. That's right. right. It, it has, been and a fun it's also uncut, so you're welcome for that. <laughs> it's not scripted either. Yeah, it's a little scripted, but you know, just because I have notes doesn't mean. It's yeah. Scripted. All right, so we have five games. Our random stat from the dud game. All right, starting off. So I just want to have make it known. So this year we're gonna track all of our guests as one one record. Okay. So at the end of the season, <laughs> if we go back and check and like all of our what if the we have what twelve guests, if all of our guests are like fifty and ten, I'm gonna be so mad. So but, the one thing I do have to say with that is we're not gonna have like any games from end of June to. October, so we'll be missing a good amount of it, like a good chunk. But... I say, I say, we just do like college games at that point. We'll figure, we'll figure out something, bro. Man, you know what? Let's pick. We'll pick baseball. I don't care. I don't 
up here. He said college games. I was like, college ends in March, buddy. Ooh. Just keep going. Just keep going. Um, okay, so we're picking our games. Starting off with Charlotte at Boston on Wednesday. I got Charlotte. Ooh. By four. Oh. Give him the spread. I don't okay. know what it is right now, but um, Boston has been favorited a lot lately, which is weird, but they have been winning a lot more games. Um, Zach, what are we taking? Charlotte, Boston? Uh, I'll go Charlotte. Okay. Feel a little hot. Feel uh, a hot win. I'm going Boston. Okay. Yeah. Um, we've picked a lot of games way too similar lately. You and I have. I know. Like, I don't the know last, like, three is. weeks. Um, so we don't know what last week's was because I do it on a notepad that I leave at Zach's and we are recording in Becca's apartment. Yep. I didn't know if you wanted to say oh, it. Okay. I was like, she knows I'm here. <laughs> um, no, I didn't know if you wanted to be like, we're in Bucky's apartment. <laughs> no, I was like, okay. Um, all right, next game. New York at the Lakers on Saturday. I got Lakers. I hope they win. If they lose, Lakers. Are they still going to be depleted by then? Um, yeah. I got New York. I mean, Anthony Davis is back. I don't know if LeBron's playing. He's no. he's whining about something. Twenty six and twenty seven Lakers. Um, I'm gonna take the Knicks. Okay, Knicks by eleven. Is that because your name's Nick? Yeah, Ooh. Knicks by eleven. Give me Westbrook triple double. Not a chance. No, I'm just kidding. It will, but that triple double is gonna include ten, In 10 turnovers. In and out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'll call Lakers. He'll get the triple double, but they'll lose. Um. Okay. Next game, Chicago at Toronto on Wednesday. Mm, give me them Rano boys. Toronto. Them Space Needle boys. Chicago's Sorry. so hurt. I'm thinking Chicago, obviously no Caruso, no Lonzo, DeRozan, maybe Levine. You said next Tuesday? So means we're giving No, this is Wednesday. Wednesday. This is tomorrow. Okay, okay. So let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to Toronto. I was uh, going to say how close we were to All-Star break. Mm, that plays a big factor. Like I'm starting to rest. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Chicago. Okay. Um, next game, Atlanta at Dallas on Sunday because Zach loves to pick Atlanta and Dallas games. Uh, every time they play, I'm going to pick them. I'm sorry. Atlanta at Dallas. Well, they only play twice a year. so Perfect. <laughs> Dallas. Give me Atlanta, bro. They're smoking. Give me, give me Trey for 40. Oh, my goodness. You are having me write so much right now. Uh, I'm also going to go on that one. Yeah. I got Dallas. Uh, let's see. In Dallas. Last Saturday night. Hawks are um, seven, seven. Seven. Dallas. Dallas by seven and the Hawks are on a seven-game win streak. But Dallas has also been playing amazing lately. So I'm not going to count them out. You said Luka. Trey 40 piece, right? Luca 39. 40 nugs. Luca 39, 8 and 8. Oh my God! Oh my <laughs> Sean, call us that line in that game. <laughs> call, call something like um, hard. Um, um, Cameron, no, he doesn't play for them anymore. Uh, Jalen Brunson, 23 points. Okay. He, aver- he averages 16 on the season, so I'm jumping up a little bit. I Okay, you pick Trey, he picked Luca. I'm like, who do you Chris want Stops. me to pick? Chris Dobbs. Call Chris Dobbs points. Why? He's not even going to score more <laughs> than Jalen Brunson. Go, Brunson. You know what? I'm going to. Okay, Maxi Kleba. Uh, six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, whatever yeah. that line is, if it's if it's above or below six, we're betting it. Because just because we just snap called six. Usually, I think it's usually like seven and a half. <sighs> um, twenty-three. Okay, stankle breaker of the week. We got OKC at Sacramento on Saturday. Off today. 
Sacramento is on a losing streak of seven games. The Thunder have won two games since the start of January. So <laughs> is um, is Deer Fox hurt right now? He's out every and out. T- every and single out time and I watch them, I feel like I never see him on the court. Like I swear, and like I watch a reasonable amount of Kings game in two times speed, but I watch a reasonable amount of them. So, dude, two times speed. Oh, oh, that's how I catch up on one of my games. I watch like almost all my games like at work, two times speed. Um, And the average is a literally the flash, no joke. Okay, Sacramento or OKC? Which one are you taking? I'm going Sacramento just because I hate you. If you hate me, you'd pick OKC. I'm going Sacramento winning. I know. If you hate me, you want OKC yeah. to win because you want their record to be better. OKC and OT. So Nick hates you. <laughs> OKC and OT by four. Giddy game winner. We never win. He can't win. It. He can't hit a game winner if they win by four. Ooh. Dagger. Four Maybe nine. dagger. I don't know. Okay. A game ceiling three pointer. Yeah, game ceiling. A game ceiling floater is what I could picture. No, it'd probably be Lou Dort taking the last shot. Um, okay, and then we have Josh Giddy versus Tyrese Halliburton with points, rebounds, and assists. Mm, I don't know if De'Aaron Fox is playing, so I'm gonna say Tyrese Halliburton. If De'Aaron Fox plays, I'm gonna lose, but I'm gonna call Tyrese Halliburton. I think Halliburton. Also, if Halliburton scores twenty points, he probably beats Giddy. <laughs> Watch, Giddy's gonna go for like a twenty-six point triple double. <laughs> Terry Ty- Halliburton's gonna have thirty-two. Yeah, in, in the a- OT game. In the oh, OT yeah. <laughs> um, so I just want to remind everybody that Shea is not playing, so Josh Giddy is gonna be touching the ball every single time down the court. Every time he's on the court, I think it's a Dort game. Dude, every game's a Dort game. Josh Giddy's going off in this one. And that's how we're going to close it out. Nick, thank you so much for coming on. Thank we love guys. having you as a guest. Um, obviously, we didn't get one for January. Technically, this is February. But I do want you to plug where people can find yes, you so they sure. can hype you up. All right. So you guys can follow me at most socials at todavichn. That is T-O-D-A-V-I-C-H-N on Twitter, Instagram. And I don't really use Facebook. But don't message me on there because I don't even have it downloaded. <laughs> um, and that is a wrap. Later.